What's up, everybody? Welcome to T.O. Black. This is your girl, Gabby, the daddy dom stud. And KT, the femme submissive. And we have a reoccurring guest, Haven. Everybody give it up for Haven. Yeah. Thank you. What's up, guys? I guess my AKA can be uh, the stud Umbaku. I'm going back to the gym. Oh, of course. Of course. (laughs) My beard's not on my face, but I got one. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I um, am revamping my YouTube channel, which okay. is I of Haven. So everybody stay tuned for that. Um, I'm in the process of doing like a whole bunch of stuff. So new videos and all that stuff is coming out. So by all means, hit up the YouTube channel or uh, Twitter at Ides of Haven. All that good stuff. Ides of Haven. Yes. And while you're there on Twitter, <laughs> make sure you go follow us on Twitter at T-I-O-B-L-4-C-K. Let us know what you think about this episode and uh, hit up Haven as well. So uh, KT is going to be over this episode. So can you tell everybody a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, of course. So today's topic, so we're going to talk about what's the difference between a stud and a butch. Uh, do studs cheat? Uh, why is that our business if a touch-me-not fucks a guy? And we're going to close it out with, if your ex came back into life trying to fuck you, would you actually do it? Yeah. All right. Sound good to y'all? Sounds oh, good. yeah, sounds great. Coolio. Um, sounds messy. Yes, oh, it does. The best. It? I got lots of messy stories, so here we go. <laughs> um, number one, I know Gabby identifies as a stud. Um and I don't know about you, Haven, but basically, I just want to know, what's the difference between a stud and a butch? Um, well, I would say I I don't identify with as a stud, but I don't really care about the level, label. I would say more masculine of center because I'm old that way. Mm-hmm. But aesthetically, if you were to look at me, yeah, I'm a stud. And I think the difference between the two could be either through culture or just lexicon, like... I've never really seen a lot of, like, it's either generational. So a lot of old black studs will call themselves butches or bull daggers or something like that or Mm -hmm. dykes. Uh, Even older, like, masculine of center, like, white lesbians. But the butch I see more in, like, you know, that's kind of like a West Hollywood type um, terminology, in my opinion. For the same thing, like it's talking about the same thing that has like a wide array of meanings for other people. Okay. Mm. What about you, Gabby? I just said butch was for white folks, and and black people call themselves studs. <laughs> it's just kind of pretty much <laughs> because I mean I don't I don't know too many uh, real uh, simple black women point, uh, my right? age that call themselves <laughs> butch. It's mostly just like stud. Maybe they might call themselves a dyke. But, you know. But white people, they call themselves butch all the time. So, butch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it's not just, like, it's a particular kind. Because, you know, like, the gay community is segregated on race and on class. Mm-hmm. So, you know, especially, like, you, you don't really hear a lot of white studs calling themselves butch in, like, New York City. Mm-hmm. In the, you will definitely hear that shit in California or, you know, in the wealthier, you know, neighborhood neighborhoods, you know. Okay. So, 
Yeah. Wait, why? why I don't do they know. Call I, hear, I hear butch a lot here, like in the south, actually. I yeah, I mean, like all the white, all the, well, I also like in Miami and shit, and plus where I'm at in Virginia, all the white people are kind of just down. Like all white people I know uh-huh. go to the cookout kind of thing, so they <laughs> okay. don't they don't use butch. <laughs> like, okay, interesting. Learn something new. That just shows like the the race, the cultural and racial divide. Because it's really, like, it's different. Like, if you go to, it's interesting because when you go to different areas, mm. like, I I'm, I'm, had the pleasure of going to San Francisco because, like, I'm big on, like, gay history and all this other stuff. And I'm like, uh-huh. fuck yeah, you know, I'm going to go see San Fran. And, you know, the one lesbian bar that's still thriving there. I don't even know if it's still there anymore. But, yeah, there's a lot of, like, butches. But with butch comes, like, a very specific type of... Uh, clothes like like style too uh-huh. like it's more like leather like converse shoes and like jeans and maybe like a like when i think of butch i think of like the l word and like subaru and mm-hmm. what is that <laughs> <laughs> and like plaid shirts and shit like yes I, yes you know it's, that's what i think of when i hear butch yeah i think <laughs> of the what like the the white ladies with the short haircut that dress up like dads that's what i think of when i when I uh, right. see Butch, yeah, 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 because the ones that dress up like a Shane, they don't, they don't want to use Butch. They're kind of like androgynous. They're too right. cool for them. right. <laughs> I'm labelless, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's like you're too, too posh for that shit. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so with uh, so thank you guys for defining what a stud is and a Butch is, but. <laughs> I'm about to get real juicy here. So uh, here's the question. Do studs cheat? Yes. Next question <laughs> is. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> uh, not. Absolutely, absolutely not. Man, that's very definitive. Um, <laughs> I don't want to prove you wrong, yo. But like, I mean, uh, I'm a stud. I have, I have cheated. In the past, I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Like I've definitely, and I've like in in various situations, like I've I've cheated in a grimy way. I've treated in I've cheated in a way that is comes like natural, or you just you just fall for somebody. Mm-hmm. And I've also been like super faithful. So I think it just depends on your maturity and what time in your life you're in. Because I mean, obviously everybody cheats, but you know, studs kind of have to fall for whatever reason we kind of like internalize the same bullshit cultural narrative that, that men have to internalize mm-hmm. that all in the proud kind of thing so toxic masculinity is like real as fuck in like the stud mind mm-hmm. so to get through that you know a lot of us will do we'll try to play that player shit and you know we don't have the consequences of like getting anybody pregnant so it's just like true it's knocking them down you know just like a Shane. Just like a Shane. <laughs> no Shane. I once was worse than Shane. Impossible. Back yeah. in a past <laughs> back in a past life. <laughs> you know, before I calm down. I calm the fuck down. So that's good. Oh good. For, for those of you straights out there that don't know what we're talking about, um <laughs> Shane. Uh, is a recurring character, or main character, I would say, mm-hmm. on uh, a show called The L Word. Absolutely great show. It's got some problematic shit in it, kind of, but, you know. Yeah, you like, nobody Hispanic existing in the show at all, period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Wait, no, uh, what you call it? Carmen. Okay, so they had so Carmen, who's played by an Indian woman, or oh, she's I Iranian. I, yeah, Sarah Shahi is Iranian, and then the other like super stereotypical um, stud that they have in the later season, Poppy. Yeah, um, she's Indian, so there's literally what? like no Hispanics in that fucking show. And that's based in LA. For whatever reason, they just assume that there are no like Latino lesbians ever that want to act in Hollywood. Wait, I don't no, know no, if no, that's... no, no. What's it? What's the chick that um that bet cheated on Tina with? Wasn't she like Afro Latina? I, I would I would say she's more black. I don't even know if she's Afro Latina. I don't know. She just I would came have across to, as Afro Latina. Look yeah, I would have to look up. I would have to look her up. The Carpenter. But even I mean, like one person right. in the first season—that's that's that's hard. That's a hard. <laughs> and then even if she is like, that's just ugh. Ooh, she was ugh. fine though. Um, wait, can I just say this is so off topic? But that one thing that pissed me off on the L word was just having that random angry black woman in the therapist session with Bet and Tina just going off yeah. for no reason. No redeemable qualities. There's no backstory. They just set it up so that she could meet Bet can meet the carpenter girl. I'm like, really, we just gonna throw this yeah. stereotype out here with no context? It was a mess. But I mean, if you really look at it, like, uh, the producers and the writer like Eileen Shaken is like a big name lesbian in Hollywood and it's very much like she's she's she would call herself a butch <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. she's that's old white Hollywood they've probably never seen a black person <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that wasn't like cooking or cleaning for them you know so like right. it's n- not to like excuse them for how problematic that is but especially like the L word came out in two thousand and four, you right, know. Like right, this is a, yeah. you know, that was a totally different time, and no, like people didn't even want to accept that gay people existed, let alone gay people of color with a different type of style. Mm. And of course, you know, Hollywood being what it is, it that gay culture in West Hollywood dominated the narrative for a very long time, and right. still does. Like I don't think that we like outside of YouTube. You don't see how lesbians live outside of West Hollywood, which is kind of fucking yep. sucks. Right. You know? That's true. But YouTube be coming out with some gems. Uh. I'm telling you. See, but you to bring it full circle, YouTube lesbian Bluetooth shows really do play up the studs cheat thing. There's always. They do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> every. Ain't one every show where a stud ain't cheating. Every time. God, God damn. Can we get one? Can we just get one redeemed? Like, I feel like I'm a redeemed, like, stud reformed. <laughs> I got my shit together. Can we get one, like, good dad stud who's, like, taking care of her fucking kids? You know, has a good job. Ain't doing nothing right. crazy. Like, oh, we did. Know? What was that show that we were watching, Gabby? There was one dad stud. But the dad stud who was taking care of uh, her kids, basically had PTSD as well and ended up shooting up a club. So Oh yeah, that was, was the, like, the gay boo. Uh, Goddamn. Yeah, that was a good yeah. show. But then I was like, what the hell? Right. Stop watching it after that. You know the black stud and the L word, um, she had PTSD too. Like right. fuck. Like we can't right. <laughs> it's like something gotta be wrong. Like, can't we just be regular broke? You know? Like that's a good 
Yeah, that's a good story narrative. Like, I'm not <laughs> fucked up, but I'm trying to make ends meet. Like, right. <laughs> that's too much great. task. Too much task. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, back, I'm just taking the question back around. Uh, do studs cheat? What do you think? Uh, I heard from, we heard from Haven. What do you think, Gabby? I said absolutely not um, because I just, I haven't seen it. Oh, you did say that, didn't you? Yeah, I haven't seen it in my real life. I have no evidence. No one can provide me any evidence. So, no. I say for now, they don't. Um, But (laughs) I want to ask an overarching question, though. Do y'all think that lesbians cheat more than straight people? Yes. That's what I was going to say. I think yes. it's easier to do it. Yeah, because I think lesbians lesbians hop into relationships faster than straight people. Yeah, therefore the likelihood of cheating is like because straight people they be on that bullshit that like I just want to Netflix and chill type shit. Uh-huh. So they hoe around. Like, I don't think lesbians have a hoe face. So, <laughs> so it's like I love it's a you marriage or I don't love you. And that's it. Every exactly. every relationship yeah. is a marriage. It's- like, Am I going to move in or, or no? Exactly. <laughs> it's like swipe right on Tinder. Bam, now we marry. You know, it's I like mean, now I'm right. eating your ass on our first date. Yeah. Right? It's right. But yeah. I mean, like, I don't know how much that plays into the fact that we're, we are women. And I've noticed that women, like, we love quickly and hard. Like, the. But the thing is, that shit dies off pretty quick in lesbian relationships. Like, there's that thing called, like, lesbian bed death, mm-hmm. where you, like, you're, like, fucking, like, rabbits every day, all day, for hours, for, like, the first six months. And then after that, you just don't have sex at all oh, yeah. because that that fall off goes. And then that's, like, the that's the grace period for when some new mother. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, shit, you know. My story, do studs cheat, and I, I'm gonna have everyone crying by the end because. <laughs> oh man. That's terrible. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a bad person, so I don't really cry about shit. Let's do this. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm just being dramatic. <laughs> Super dramatic. Okay, so my answer is yeah, studs cheat, or at least they attempt to cheat in my uh, in my experience, at <laughs> okay. least. So here's my story. And, and this is how it played out. So um, I was uh, talking to Bay at one point in our relationship. And Bay, being current wife, current husband, current lover. Um, mm. <laughs> and uh, she sent me a screenshot of, of something on her phone. I can't remember what it was now. But it, it basically showed her her like um, home screen that she sent me the screenshot of. And the screenshot, now I'm just nosy, but mm-hmm. in one of her folders, not out on the, on the, on that little home screen or nothing, in one of her folders, she had Tinder downloaded. No. And so I zoomed in real quick. I zoomed in. As yeah. She hit with a pinch. Oh, no. <laughs> screenshotted, sent it back. What the hell is this? Mm. Girl, oh, you I had, was so uh, eagle eye. Yes, yeah. I did. I'm glad I did. Thank, <laughs> thank you, whoever. <laughs> so I sent it, and on that same day, like I had already worked like eight hours, mm-hmm. and um, I drove to go see my current lover and be like, "Let's fix this shit." 
What the hell is this? Why did you download it? Who do you think you are cheating on me? Oh, shit. What? So, do studs cheat? They attempt to. Oh, okay. So, can I, give you my, can I give you my cheating story? Yes, Just yes. Because I disagree that it's absolutely not because the fact that I exist shows that we definitely do do that. <laughs> You're the exception. I also... I also, I also disagree that it's a, just an attempt because I've gotten away with cheating pretty well. So let's just pretend I'm not as good of a person as I am. Now, okay. All right. And this is back when I was 19. This is like, like probably, I, I wouldn't say it's my masterpiece. It's not like my best <laughs> cheating work, but... <laughs> but it was good, huh? Yeah, man. It was a lot of layers to it. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. Whoa, I'm ready for this. I'm ready. Right? So I, I have what I call a unicorn. It's this girl that, like, even to this day, I love her to death. Like, it's a different, we have a different type of relationship now. But back when I was going to college, I was just, like, utterly in love with her. She's gorgeous. She's everything I've ever wanted. She's, like, Puerto Rican, straight from Puerto Rico, artist, ballerina, does all this amazing shit. She's an amazing person, right? And so, but because she's so amazing, everybody's trying to fuck. And... Okay. Yeah, so because I cared about her, I was like, look, I'll be that one person that's not trying to fuck. I'll just be your friend as much as I, like, want to be in a relationship with you. Okay. So, and that's kind of what we did. We put each other in these, like, platonic boxes, even though we didn't want to be. So we start dating other people. And I'm dating this girl. She's a musical theater major. Um, beautiful, half black, half Irish, you know, girl. Really super sweet. Mm -hmm. And... We get through the whole, like, infatuation phase and all this other stuff. And me and my unicorn, we're hanging out a lot because it's just how it is. Like, we're just good friends now. And my girl at the time thought that I was cheating on her with my unicorn. Okay. Which was, yeah, which was not true. And it was in that situation where she kept saying it. And no matter what I did or said, it didn't matter. Like, no matter how attentive I was, no matter anything that I did for her, it was just like, you're cheating on me and I fucking know it. Like, she literally, okay. she woke up out of a dream once and we had a hardcore argument about <laughs> some shit I did in a dream. No. Right? Yep, that's a no. That's right? a no. Now, mind you, like, at the time that we had, that the situation went down, I was no longer going to school, but we were still living together and I was working two jobs. And so... <laughs> I was very immature as a 19-year-old, and I felt totally insulted, not because I loved this girl and I was doing all this shit for her, but I was like, yo, I'm smarter than you. If I was cheating on you, you wouldn't <laughs> fucking know it. Like, why am I going through all this stress, right? So, <laughs> so my logic was, well, since you think I'm cheating, I'm just going to go cheat and show you how it really happens. Hey, Keisha Cole, I should you know, cheat. Yo. But I did, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Break it I, down, Gabby. Yo, <laughs> I did it twice. So the first time I cheated was uh, one of my coworkers who lived in the same town as her and, like, low-key knows who she is, Ooh. right? Yeah, it was, it was, I was, I was next level. And then the second time, like, I didn't cheat again. And then she still kept being like, oh, well, you're fucking your unicorn. You're fucking your unicorn. And I was like, yo, you don't understand, like, you're really pissing me off because not only are you insulting my my cunningness in cheating, <laughs> right? 
you're highlighting the fact that I don't have the person that I want. Mm. And like, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to do good by this person. And you just keep bringing up the fact that it, like I'm sleeping with her and, I, and I'm not, and I want to, like, I would totally break up with you. If, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like it was, I was a terrible person I'm telling you. So second time I cheated, it was like, this is like my coup de gras. I was like, okay, bitch, you really, really think that this is going down. So it got to the point where like, I was having like, a, I had like a little side chick for a minute okay. that, that I worked with and it was like, it was bomb. But <laughs> the most awkward situation was that my girlfriend at the time wanted to like get me a surprise. And she knew that me and old girl that I was cheating with were friends. So she okay. found her on like Facebook and did like this. Yeah, she did like this back alley thing. It was like, hey, I'm trying to surprise Haven. Do you mind hanging out with us for the day? Now, this no. is awkward. Right. Because I'm telling like old girl knew that I had a girlfriend. She knew mm-hmm. all of our problems. And okay. Shit. You know, she was a real good, like, side chick. Very respectable. <laughs> knew her place. <laughs> she didn't mind being number two. It was amazing. Like, she was perfect. She played her part very well. So I was like, she, like, when she sent her the message, we were, like, laid up in bed. And she's like, yo, your girlfriend wants us to hang out this weekend. Now I was like, oh, well, fuck. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. Like understand that we have to be just friends Mm -hmm. during this day so she did that and like (laughs) we were all in the car it was hella awkward because i had to like you know be girlfriend me with my (laughs) with the chick i was with at the time yeah while my side chick yeah man it was dirty it was dirty and grimy but i was nice enough to never let like to this day she doesn't know that i did cheat on her like my level of it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, hey, until she listens to this episode, I mean, we don't, on Teal Black. <laughs> right. I didn't name her. You know okay. what I'm saying? She's yeah. probably not going to, you know, catch it. Even if she does, it is what it is. Like, we ain't together anymore. It's been years. But, like, I made sure, like, hey, for one, the goal was to cheat on you without you even knowing. So, so far, for like nine, ten years, I've been doing good this far. Wow. With her not knowing the shit. And two, I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to hurt her. Like that wasn't the goal, that wasn't the intention. So it was just like, look, I'm just gonna do this for me to let me know my gratification. And then <laughs> like you'll never <laughs> you're never gonna be aware of this. Like I didn't go down in attentiveness. She still had all of my all of my love, which I have a very big heart. So all my love and shit still went to her. Nothing really changed. It was just that, you know, I made what my free time was, was with my side chick. So I I just really, I just really hope, I just hope and pray my girl doesn't get that same idea because let me tell you something. (laughs) If that, if I, I would just, you don't even know if I will drive an hour and a half after working eight hours, just because you got an app on your phone. That's true. What do you think I'm gonna do if I really find out that you are cheap? Girl, you're gonna like, be on the news. Just, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be on the news. <laughs> well white girl. Well, I, I'm gonna be another white person murdering. On the people, news. Like, yep, and they'll never call you a terrorist, but that's good though. <laughs> no. During that whole journey and everything that I've done, I've grown from and become better. So like the relationship that I'm in now, we're, you know, polyamorous. And okay. for the and for the most part, it's, you know, 
my girl gets to go. She can date whoever she wants. Currently, I'm not interested in anybody but her. But I've learned that communication is key because a lot of the issues that, you know, brought about that bad behavior, including my immaturity, was my inability to, like, properly communicate why I was feeling so negatively. Like, Mm, I just went and did, like, fucked up shit and said. So, you know, cheating happens, but it's a lot of it is just the inability to communicate your hurt. I got a question. Did you and the unicorn ever hook up? No, we didn't. Actually, it's really a, it's a sad story because, um, so a couple years roll pie and I'm living back in Miami and I wrote her this really long love letter um, in Spanish. Like I told her everything um, in Spanish about like, yo, I've loved you since the moment I met you, da, 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 you're so beautiful no matter what, like I'm gonna hold you down, all this other shit. And she sent me a letter back saying, like, she felt the same, but unfortunately, she had a boyfriend. And I think the last time we hung out, she found out that she had a chronic disease, and um, she moved back to Puerto Rico Mm -hmm. to, like, heal. And then she found Jesus. And, um, yeah. She's not gay no more. She was never gay in the first place. She was curious, but, you know, you can't compete. You can't compete with Jesus. Like, you know. (gasps) So, yeah, man. So it's our friendship has dwindled from being like super close to just like liking each other's shit on Facebook. Actually, oh, she just had no a birthday. Okay. Yeah, man. It's can, I, can I ask a question? Why were you guys? Why were you guys sending each other letters as opposed to just writing on Facebook? Because well, was she in jail? No, I mean because <laughs> there's, something, <laughs> there's something more. There's something more um, romantic and personal about sitting down like i wanted it's all you know presentation is everything so i really wanted her to understand like look my g like i'm not trying to bullshit you this is not some other nigga on the street trying to get in your pants like i legit love you for who you are whether Mm -hmm. i have you or not whether we're together or not you just need to know how i feel and it's serious so i'm gonna sit here with my bad penmanship i'm gonna (laughs) write this shit out (laughs) I don't mail it to your ass to let you know that it, like, you know, it is what it is. So, and she sent it back. So it was like, you know, that was our confirmation in each other. But she's doing very well. She's like being awesome, loving Jesus. You know, she teaches kids in Puerto Rico, Uh you know, painting and all that stuff. She does like. (laughs) Sounds traumatic. No, I'm just. That sounds like, I'm about to say, that sounds like one of those traumatic lesbian movies on Netflix where you like, you know, bawling at the end. Like, Oh yeah, that could totally. I'm sure, are you sure you didn't see this on HBO? Like, no, what? Man, I wish it could totally be a YouTube YouTube show. Yes, there you go. I just knew. I knew it. <laughs> no, they're gonna take it. We better copyright that gent. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, my life. Yeah, but no, she's like she's an amazing person, and okay. I'm glad. Like everything played out the way it's supposed to be. We didn't get to be together, but also she's you know, it's it's meant to be. Like. Living her Jesus life, but hell yeah, yeah. We've grown apart, we're very different people now than what we were back then. So it's like, fuck yeah, she had her glow up, and I'm proud of her no matter what. So, uh, for our next topic here, Gabby wanted to set it up because she said I would not explain this one very good at all. But <laughs> okay, let me explain this story because I know what KT's gonna do because we've kind of already touched the, on this with Haven a while back, but this story's a little bit different. But there's a story that, um, 
So there's this touch-me-not stud. And for people that don't know, a touch-me-not person is a woman that does not um, want to be touched in bed. Like, they don't mind giving. They don't mind touching the other person. But as far as receiving or getting felt up on or whatever, they're not for it. So anyway, there's this touch-me-not stud. And the her partner was like, yeah, we've been uh, together for so-and-so amount of years. And uh, she never wanted me to touch her and so-and-so, so-and-so. And then she's like, then I'm um, looking on her phone and I'm seeing these messages. Her sending messages to these this man calling him <laughs> daddy and saying how she can't wait for him to put it down on her. In other words, she yeah. wants to be touched. So the woman, of course, was like, what in the world is going on? Obviously, it's layered, you know. But the question was, like, if you're a touch-me-not, I don't know. It was just controversy because how are you going to be a touch-me-not and you proclaim to be a lesbian? And then <laughs> you're with, you don't mind being touched by a dude. Are you really a lesbian? KT said we shouldn't be talking about this because it's none of our business, which is true. But we we still gonna talk about it. So what do y'all think? Yeah, we can we can we can generalize it. Yeah. Um, you know, in all honesty, so I think that for one, there's a separation between. Like this is okay. I'm gonna give you the line that I get. I used to give all the straight girls I used to have sex with. <laughs> sexual <laughs> sexual sexual pleasure doesn't have any sexual orientation okay. and it's very easy it's it's easy to sleep with somebody of the same sex and not really it's easy to sleep with anybody you can have sex with somebody you fucking hate and yep. it just be what it is but i think with touch me nuts and this might just be my problematic idea of touching me nots but i feel like a lot of touch me nots just are uncomfortable with their bodies which is why they don't want to be touched either for whatever reason maybe they don't want to acknowledge their female parts or they find it a place of like submissiveness whatever it is mm -hmm. there is a reason why you don't want to be touched and a lot of people don't delve into that and for this person which i did see um her story on facebook i think with her maybe she didn't want to be touched because she didn't want to acknowledge a lot of urges. But, you know, sometimes when the right motherfucker comes into those DMs, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it goes down. Like, it just says what it is, especially if you think that you can get away with it and still, you know, have a certain presentation in public versus what you do behind closed doors. A lot of people do sneaky shit, you know. It's no yeah. different than a down man, in my opinion. So my thing was, it wasn't, I, I, I took cheating out of the entire situation. Like, but it's that's important. a whole nother story. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's important. Yes. But that's a whole nother story that we can definitely talk about. But for me, I feel like, cause I watched the video of the, of the person basically saying, you know, this person isn't true to themselves and this person isn't this and this person is that. And it's just, to me, that's so rude because it's like. You, your sexual liberation wasn't, it did not start like at the very beginning where you woke up one day and you were like, oh, you know what? I like pussy. It doesn't work like that. And right. 
I feel like a lot of people, when they talk about touch-me-nots, they don't actually talk about the fact that these people who are touch-me-nots may just be in that phase of their sexual liberation, and it's not your place to judge them or talk to them about what actual uh, what their actual body wants to be touched on. Just because they don't want to be touched by a woman in the fact that while they're fucking a woman doesn't mean that they don't want to be touched by a man whenever they're fucking a man. Right. Sexual sex, sex is fluid and gender is fluid. And I don't think it's our place to be judging this person based on what they do in, in the bed. Right. Uh, you, you totally shouldn't judge. But at the same time, you can unpack the the logic and psychosis of it. And I think that where where it's valid, where this person is untrue is the fact that they are being sneaky and going like yeah, if you. Cheating. Yes, if you're, and the cheating is that that's a byproduct of not being true to yourself. It's a byproduct of, and it doesn't have to be done in a nefarious way. Mm -hmm. People can lie to themselves and just as even better than they're lying to other people. So you're trying to play two worlds and you're not being like, being true to yourself, in my opinion, is being able to be who you are, no matter what arena you're in. Mm-hmm. And letting the people who are dealing with you know, like, this is me. Like, I'm a touch-me-not. I don't want a woman to touch me. I don't want to be in that vulnerable position with a woman. I prefer to be in that vulnerable position with a man. If you can say that up front, at least to yourself, then you're being true to yourself. But if you're just playing a game and you're trying to, like, hide that and bury that deep inside, then no, you're not being true to yourself. And you're harming yourself more importantly, like you're setting yourself up for failure. And, you know, we can delve into why that person isn't being true because that plays a role in it. Like, it's harder for studs to be sexually liberated. It's not easy for studs, especially when it comes to studs sleeping with men. Right. It's not as accepted as, you know, everybody got, like, most femmes that I've been in a relationship with have had heterosexual relationships mm-hmm. and it's okay it's accepted nobody even bets an eye about it but if a stud were to do that or if a stud has a kid or any of that it's a it becomes a major issue in the community for some reason so mm. think of it like like for me for instance like whenever i was becoming sexually liberator whenever i was becoming like knowing myself like i started off and i was like okay you know what i'm straight and then I was like, nah, actually, you know what? I'm a lesbian. And then I was like, you know what? Actually, no, nah, I'm not a lesbian. I'm a trans guy. And then I was like, no, I'm not trans. What am I doing? Actually, I'm pansexual. And then I was kind of like, okay, I'm gender fluid and I'm pansexual. And that's where I'm at. And I feel like a lot of times people don't understand that whenever you're finding yourself in the queer community, it is really hard to if you are looking for a label to validate yourself it's really hard to find that actual label as, as well yeah i can see Very especially true. for like stu- there's not a name for studs that like men that are bise- bisexual studs like I, yeah. I you know you see memes and stuff on facebook of pregnant studs and everybody like who the f or knocked her up you know it's always stuff like that and I remember uh, even, uh, what's the artist, I Am Muse, you know, she had a, she was in a heterosexual relationship before she became big, and she had children, and I always assumed that the children were her partner's kids, 
because her partner is feminine and she's real masculine. Right. But those were her kids. And it's like, oh, wow. But, you know, we're right. not, we don't see that. And then, you know, that just, like y'all said, it causes people to get into the closet of, you know. Right. Of and, I mean, and we we also pigeonholed studs. Like, I think that because, like, I've I've noticed this the more and more I've become more comfortable in my femininity. Because, um, like, I would say that I'm not, you know, I've known. Like, I am gay from birth. Like, this is, I love pussy. This is it. I don't want anything else. I've always identified masculinely or presented masculinely. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I had to unlearn and unpack was the toxic masculinity of feeling like I had to be masculine in a certain way and seeing my femininity as um a negative mm, okay. and i think that that's that's what we do with studs like we like the straight community and men will try to strip away their ability to be masculine because they're women mm. and in the gay community we try to strip away their femininity because they're studs and it's like right. you're both you have both and i think a lot of studs are it's hard to be able to express your femininity in any form or fashion because you people will try to come at you as if you're soft which is an underlying problem because just because you're feminine doesn't necessarily mean you're strong or soft i mean right like just because you like i know a lot of strong ass fucking fems like who are just (laughs) personality wise like my like i would say my girl or the girl that i'm dating right now she is gender fluid. Like she'll come in and out. She, you know, she'll feel really masculine one day and like she'll be my nigga. And then like one minute she also wants to be really, really fucking feminine. Mm-hmm. And she flows in and out of that. But yeah. you know, at the That's end of the me. day. Yeah. But she's a lioness. Like I always tell her this all the time. She's a lioness. She's small as fuck. This motherfucker can damn near get a handicap sticker for being so short. But <laughs> <laughs> Gabby, that sounds like you. Are you sure you're not dating Gabby? Like, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she, her personality and her will is so strong. It's dominating. And it mm. takes a very strong person to be around that. And she's still like, and it comes out the most when she's feminine. Like when she is in that fucking feminine presentation, mm. she becomes this lioness. And it's like, you know. I think that we don't allow, like, we say that we want to be accepting and progressive and gender fluid, but we still fall into this trap of, like, heteronormative, like, thinking. Where it's like, okay, well, you're a stud. That means you're the man of the relationship, so you can only do X, Y, and Z because that's how I see men doing things. And that's unfair. Like, just like, you know, it's just like it's possible to have, like, a dude that's bisexual. It's totally possible for a stud to be bisexual, you know? And the more we get used to that, you know, the, again, the, the safer we make the space for these people to be themselves. Look at that video. KT didn't watch the whole video, but actually what happened No, because was, that person was being problematic. I did I'm not want to hear it. That person <laughs> actually, they, at the end, they actually started talking some sense. They actually ended up saying, if that's what you want to do, do it. But also, don't think just because you are a stud in your um, lesbian relationship that you also um, can be submissive. Like, like your film can't strap it on and, you know, penetrate you. And, and that, that shouldn't be seen as a problem. Look, we're, I'm about to get real, real with y'all. Okay. okay. This is the first 
this is the first time I've ever admitted this, but there have been times where I let my, like, a femme that I'm dating strap me. Okay. But that's me trying to explore an energy that I've never explored yet, you know? Right. So I'm trying to be comfortable with it. And it's really stupid. Like, it gets nitty gritty where it's like, I don't mind certain positions, but I do mind certain positions. Like, it's like things that I didn't think I'd be uncomfortable with. Okay. So there could be just like, and also the energy, the vibe of the rhythm that you're sharing with a person, you might not, a femme might not be able to give that to you in a way that a man can. I don't know. I've never slept with a man, but I'm pretty sure they got their own like energy and vibe and rhythm to how they have sex. Yeah. It's mm. like two strokes and then they're out with the stud. It's like <laughs> ah, 30 strokes. Yeah. Yeah. Like they can go all night. So yeah. No, I, I just want to provide. I, I've yeah. slept with cisgendered men before, so, and that's that's the uh, yeah, that's how it goes. Two, <laughs> two strokes pumps, and a mouth, two like pumps this. and a dump. Yeah. Yep. Yo, yeah. did you see that bus? God damn! Like, <laughs> <laughs> just throwing throwing all of them under that bus. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe it was pussy. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> so, um. Why is it our business if a stud fucks a guy? You guys answered that really good. So great. Great, great, great. Yeah. Um, I mean, moral of the story, it's none of our business. It shouldn't yeah, even matter. Overall, that's, no. that's right, Gabby. That's right. Yeah. I just, well, I'm that? the one that you, gave you the video you, so we can even talk about it. See there? It's good <laughs> so we can have overarching conversations. Dial. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not necessarily Whatever, talking about her. her. It's about talking about the the system. The uh, the toxic masculinity, the biphobia, you know, stuff like that. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, here recently, some really great stuff has happened to me. Um, I had my ex on Snapchat, and I've had him on Snapchat, a cisgendered guy. You guys know who I'm talking about, Jamal. Jamal. I've talked about him plenty of times before. <laughs> um. I had him on Snapchat, and I've had him on Snapchat, you know, since we broke up, whatever. He was cool. I was like, okay, whatever. He doesn't bother me. He just stalks me and looks at every single one of my snaps. <laughs> that's fine with me. You're getting your snap looks, so that's cool with me, whatever. Um, and then I also get to show off, you know, me and my wife to him, so that's even, even better. Um, so he messaged me the other day, and he was like, hey, I'm thinking about you. And I was like... Oh, okay. You know, whatever. I don't care if you're thinking about me or not. That's fucking weird. And But anyway, he said, I'm thinking about you because I was like, okay, why? He said, I had a dream. I said, oh, okay, about oh, what? Gosh. He was like, about <laughs> you, obviously. <laughs> but what about? <laughs> and so then he proceeded to tell me in detail about his dream about fucking me. Of course, oh, I sat with wow. his face and he came 30 times and all this crazy, <laughs> disgusting things that I've ever heard. And so I said, you know what, Jamal? That was too much. And I blocked it. So, wow. No, you, know, you, have, to, you have to set it up. Because um, when was it? Like a couple weeks earlier, he was like, hey, I'm, I just want to tell you that I know I've really done you wrong in the past. Or something. Did oh, he say yeah, something like he that? asked me. He was like, did, no, this is what he said. He said, do you think I treated you wrong whenever we were together? And I was like, it, to be honest, yeah, you were really shitty. Like, if you want me to be real with you, <laughs> you, you cheated on me and had a baby while we were together. Oh, so, shit. yeah, 
uh, yeah, you were shitty, absolutely. And then he was like, oh, okay, I'm just wondering. <laughs> then he sent me a snap. Wait, 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 get better. I think he wanted me to feel sorry for him because then he sent me a snap of him with his foot and it was broken. I said, what happened to your foot? He said, I got into a fight. A fight about what? And <laughs> with your, your foot. foot. <laughs> <laughs> and then he didn't, didn't talk to me again until he decided to tell me that he was going to fuck me. So, with that being said, my question is, if you guys ex came back into your life trying to fuck, would you do it or not? Girl, no. <laughs> Especially with that weak sauce. Girl, you got to come correct. And I wouldn't do it no way after what that lady did to me, girl, no. And and I, ooh. And she didn't even look that good. That's the, that's the thing. My last one didn't look good oh, at all. Like, I can. If damn. she tried it, I, like, report her to Facebook. Like, I, like, report her for harassment, <laughs> sexual harassment, wow. get off of my book. <laughs> but, yeah. You had a personality girlfriend? Yeah. I had a college I was horny girlfriend, you know. Oh, wow. I understand. I don't know. Uh, my ex is my ex-wife. Um, right? So probably not. Like, no. I don't No, I don't even look at her the same. Like, after the breakup and everything, I, I can't even picture her sexually anymore. So if she were to try to hit me up or some shit, we definitely... I'd have been like, man, that's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like... I see that you're horny and I'll babysit your <laughs> I'll babysit your son so you can get dicked down or whatever, but um I'm not interested. <laughs> I'll, sh- I'll shoot you some ho- some h- porn hub links or something like that. You can get you know, you know, I remember what you like, don't worry about it. I got some suggestions, don't worry. Like but uh <laughs> I don't go backwards, I just go forward. So yeah. you can't that's not gonna happen. Yeah, no. Yeah. Love you, love you to death, though. But nah, yeah, nah. But that's that's rude as shit. You know, I feel like that's like something that's that's like distinctly male. There's just something distinctly yeah. male where they just they just come out of nowhere. Like you could be like, oh man, how was your day? Like it was great, man. The sun was shining and there was like clouds and shit. It was beautiful. But yeah, like can I put my dick in your ass? It's like where? No, my lord. <laughs> where? But also, where did you come from with this? Like afterwards, after him, after him telling me that, I said, "What the fuck, Jamal? What are you talking about? Why would you even send me that?" He had the audacity to say, "Well, you asked me. You asked me, girl. Didn't I nobody did think that's you. what they were gonna get?" <laughs> and then look, here's the thing: that's, like you said, these men are just so dumb. Like, if you're gonna make up a dream, you gotta make up a dream where it's like for like for them to say like, oh. That's so sweet. Like, I had a dream that you were an angel and like some corny, you know what I'm saying? You don't just go full out and say something like that. Like, that's men don't think about what would a woman want. They just think about what would I want a woman to say to me. Like, if you said that to Jamal, I had a dream where we just got freaky, he'd be like, girl, come over. But like, what, what straight woman or bisexual, whatever woman, what, girl, mm mm. He wasn't think he's uh uh-uh. uh it's a mess. No. No. That was no. a real lazy move no. on his part. <laughs> he didn't even try. <laughs> not surprised. Like <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> no effort. Like in a fight. He's that like, corny as shit. I don't yeah. know, like word. So he sent you this picture of him being fucked up. 
to, to like rise empathy out of you. Yeah, and then a week later, one of the I was yeah. sitting on his face, and he came like thirty times in a dream. So right, and I'd be like, for one, I don't fuck losers. I only fuck winners. <laughs> so whoever, <laughs> right, whoever broke foot, give me his number because you obviously don't know how to fucking fight to break your foot. Like, bro, <laughs> like, wow, that was you like break your foot was... in a fight. I didn't understand that, and then I remember I texted him back. I was like, how did you break your foot in a fight? And like, he ghosted me. He never, he never said anything back. <laughs> Girl, he probably rolled oh, his ankle playing basketball or something. He just wanted to, you know. <laughs> yeah. He just wanted to make think, like, you don't want to give me this blowjob because I broke my foot? Okay, well, never mind. Ew. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> just so disrespectful, too, because you know I have a wife. You know that I'm married, and then you still send that? Like, that just, it didn't make sense to me. I didn't get it. But, you know, I've also noticed that with dudes, they don't respect lesbian marriages. And that was, like, that's palpable. Like, when I was... My wife is, my ex-wife is, like, very, very pretty. She's, mm-hmm. you know, very attractive. She had a very good glow up. And motherfuckers just did not care that we were married. Like, I could be all up on her, canoodling, making out and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, one, the first time we were, like, we went out to D.C. And we were, like, at some yuppie, like, you know, scandal kind of bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this, like, I'm, like hugged up on my girl I'm a very affectionate person so I'm like all over my wife and this dude with the cigar just came out of nowhere and just walked straight up to my wife's face and was like oh yeah so uh what did you say your name was again ew yeah totally ignored me didn't see me like I understand I'm short right (laughs) so but at the same time like no. So I like jumped in between them and I was like, her name is fucking Mary. That's what her name is. Like, <laughs> you don't get the fuck away from here. I'm going to kill you and everybody in this bar. Leave my wife alone. Like, it's just like, right. stop it. <laughs> but dudes just totally don't respect lesbian relationships. At all. They just assume that your wife is a placeholder until real dick comes around. And then, you know, lo and behold, their penis is the one true penis to solve all lesbianism. Yeah, so, well, you know that's how that's, that's how, how most studs feel about um heterosexual relationships. So I'm kind of tit for tat. <laughs> well, I don't feel that way. I, I prefer I prefer straight women to stay straight. Like in all honesty, I'm fucking you because I just want to fuck you. You can go back to like I just want <laughs> like go back to your boyfriend. All that crazy shit that y'all be doing. You can go back to that. I don't want to keep you. Like right. this is not to up. This is not to like grow our ranks. Like. <laughs> I just want you to visit and take your ass back. You know what I'm saying? Cause <laughs> go back to your husband, girl, because I ain't got time. <laughs> go back to your husband. Right? You know what I'm, saying? I'm just trying to stamp your lesbian passport and send your ass right back to your right. country of origin. That's it. <laughs> I don't want you to... <laughs> oh, no. Fuck that. But that's just, ew. I'm trying to be a better person, you guys. I'm trying. <laughs> just trying. And 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 I'm glad that you're growing, and we're all trying to grow too. Hopefully, I can grow as well because I'm God having damn. problems. Um, but yeah, KT's KT's what kind of, of problems you have? I'm listening. KT's KT's <laughs> can I just say it's about KT's um boyfriend, her ex boyfriend. Apparently, she told me um that he has a um a thing for muscular women. And so he follows me on Snapchat. And on Snapchat, I post thirst traps of my muscles. 
And lo and behold, he's liking, he's watching every single snap. I thought nothing of it. I was like, okay, maybe he's, you know, into weightlifting or something like that, you know, inspiration. But no, he's probably jerking off to it. So now I'm like, I'm thinking about blocking him as well because it's kind of creepy. Oh, but, my God. Uh, he he literally is watching every single one of your snaps now? Yep. Oh. What the fuck, dude? That dude is so creepy. I swear to God. Right. I mean, if he wants to pay, then this Right. If he want to pay to... I mean, he can pay. That's cool. But I'm still not going to suck his dick at the end of the day. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> it's It's... We've we've established that that's lazy dick anyway. Like right. it's, it's <laughs> unimaginative, non-creative dick. Nobody wants right. nobody lowest wants that common dick. denominator. Like no dick. Anybody no. got time for that? Thank you so much, Hayden, for coming on. We had such a great time with you. You always drop the gems for us, baby, baby lenses. I know. Uh, I try. I try to baby games. Yeah, the baby dykes. I'm trying to lead y'all. <laughs> So you don't have to make the same mistakes I made, you yeah. know, trying to keep you off from chasing waterfalls and shit. <laughs> and we appreciate it. <laughs> and terrible dick. Lazy dick. <laughs> Lazy dick, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, y'all definitely go check out her YouTube, of course, Eyes of Haven and her Twitter. And um, yeah, let her know that we sent you. Let's support um, Queer POC up in here. And uh, yes. while you're at it, Twitter at T-I-O-B-L-4-C-K. T-O Black, use the hashtag T-O Black for a retweet. And we will be back when we're back. This has been your girl, Gabby, the Dirty Dome Stud. And KT, the Femme Smithson. And Haven, the Stud Mbaku. The Stud Mbaku with her beard. And this has been... That's not on my... Not on her face. In other places. <laughs> I think I have multiple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <I'm disgusted. laughs> that counts for something. <laughs> and this has been T.O. Black. T.O. Black.